0: What up y'all, welcome back to Love and Grit. I'm Laia. And I'm Justin. Today's show will answer a couple of very deep questions, like, is there anything new we can do with bacon? Justin Coleman of Bacon Bacon says yes. He will join us. Also, who is the chef bringing James Beard to Kensington? Chef Deancio Jimenez. And he will join us to tell us
1: why this is so special. They say once 4th of July is over, summer goes like this. Yeah. I got a lot of things left on my list to do. Yeah, What's got- left on yours? I got a couple.
0: I mean, not for nothing. And i don't know about y'all but sometimes the only time i get to get my little festival stuff in and the highlight of festival stuff is vendors so i still need to go to penn's landing i need to go to all the situations is cherry street pier back open yet yes okay so i got to get all, all along penn's
1: landing the waterfront yes it's Great. yeah yeah it's time it's, it's vendor time
0: it's time nice for to some get that breeze off
1: the delaware too this time of the year cuz it starts and, to get real hot and humid and if i get lucky maybe i can get a hammock but those are hard to get at <laughs> No, they are. (laughs) But at least there's like a number of different venues now. That's true. That's true. And big venues. I need to eat more. Definitely need to eat more. This is the best time to like get a reservation because there's just a little less people after all those hot reservations. Also, there's a lot of great outdoor dining in the city. I love to sit outside at night and eat with some twinkle lights. What is your nighttime activity you like in the summer? You stole it, drinking and eating. I thought you like watching movies. (laughs) I do,
0: that's true. I like drinking and eating and watching my movies. No, I think one of the highlights of like being in Philly in the summertime, is that we have a lot of outdoor movie-watching going on. A lot so of there- good stuff at night. A lot of stuff, yeah. A lot of good stuff at night. So I'm here for it. I just like being able to go outside at night and it not be
1: cold. And we have two great places for you to go outside, be warm, and eat yeah. Oh yeah. in this episode. Oh, yeah. You know we offer that. More places to eat.
0: Okay, so if your question is, what else can be done with bacon? Justin Coleman's answer is probably, what can't you do? Justin's Bacon Bacon Food Truck stepped on the scene in 2019 and has continued to meet his challenge of twisting bacon into all kinds of delicious goodness. Their literal goal is to take bacon beyond the mundanity of just being a breakfast food to a signature lunch, dinner, or decadent dessert. Now, this is accomplished by using different cuts from pork belly and pork shoulder and different flavors of smoked bacon. No item is excluded. Not even the beer Yes, bacon beer That you can only now enjoy In Justin's new brick and mortar restaurant See all the things bacon can do Hi Justin Hi, how are you? This is going to get confusing. I just realized that. I was like, wait. (laughs) All right, Justin and Justin, let's go.
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) One of us is a bacon extraordinaire. Uh Uh-huh. The other one gets heartburn when he eats bacon, but still (laughs) eats it. Yes. Still eats the bacon. Justin, tell us about your business.
2: Oh, my gosh. So let's see where to start. So I started in 2019 with one food truck. I have three food trucks now i have two on the road one that's being built currently and then we are on our way to open up our first brick and mortar philadelphia's first and only bacon inspired restaurant and in south philly right yes in south philadelphia 11th and ellsworth a wonderful neighborhood
0: that's my my old neighborhood i love that yes you're like close to the italian market and everything yes Yes. two blocks
2: away yeah right off of washington avenue
0: oh this is brilliant so Justin, I just got to ask, as you're going into your story, like, why bacon?
2: Yes. yes. So it's a sad story, but I'll, I'll try not to make it sad. So my younger brother passed away in 2016 in October. And a couple weeks later, he visited me in a dream. And my goal was to always do a healthy food truck with sauces. I really love to make homemade sauces. But the dream, he kind of led me, like, leading bacon breadcrumbs to... This truck and it was like black on the outside. It was really bright on the inside. And I was like, Derek, we thought you died. Come back with me. He's like, no, this is this is what I have for you. And, you know, we went back and forth in the dream. I won't get into all that. But yeah, it was my brother. After he passed away, he gave me the idea. So I tried to come up with a really cool concept My business partner was like, that's kind of basic. I was really mad, but I went back to the drawing board and, and came up with this great menu where we do gourmet bacon sandwiches, smoked brisket, grilled chicken, macaroni and cheese with smoked chipotle tomato sauce, bacon crumbles, brisket crumbles. We do chocolate covered bacon. Chocolate-covered strawberries with bacon shavings, and we have our first bacon beer as well. We collaborated with Evil Genius on a bacon beer, and we are also collaborating with Concha Hawken Brewery for our second bacon beer, and we have a bacon cider in the works as well.
0: All right, so now we got to go further back, though. Because, Justin, what were you doing before this? And are you from the food industry? Like, what's your background when it
2: comes to the food? How were you introduced? I'm from Cape May, New Jersey. And as everybody okay. knows, it's a shore town. My family, they're all cooks. So being around my great-grandmother is watching them cook in the kitchen. I was a taste tester and would crack eggs, mix things for them. A prep cook, in a sense, as a kid. So I just love oh, doing nice. it. I love how food brings people together. And my family was always big on cooking Sunday dinners and just Having family, when someone would pass away in, in the Black culture, you know, a family member would cook up a whole big meal. Oh, that repass to,
0: food. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah,
2: yeah. So I grew up around watching my grandmothers do that. And it became second nature, just loving to cook, testing out new things. And it was a passion. Prior to that. I feel like I wasn't operating my purpose I did a few different things. I worked in corporate world, didn't like that. I, I hear for it, I hear it. Uh-huh. Could not stand the nonprofit, won't say any names, but just didn't like it. And I was like, I didn't like who I was becoming. And I'm really big on not complaining, but changing your journey to, to fit what your purpose is supposed to be.
0: I love that. I knew there was some kind of business background here. That's the part <laughs> I wanted people to hear too. Cause when you have a food truck, you have to have knowledge in other lanes besides food too, right?
2: You know and what? I'm very spiritual. So I go where God leads me to go. A lot of it, I can never say I went to school for business. I honestly go with my gut, which is AKA my spirit. And it's been working. I just literally will wake up in the middle of the night with a vision from God and I just go with it. I don't ever know how it's going to happen. I don't know why. That's been the entire blueprint for my entire business since 2019. You don't Always wanted a that restaurant that and
1: people being successful, honestly, that says a lot about your
2: spirituality Mm -hmm. i just believe i'm more afraid not to go where god tells me to go than to be comfortable so for me even as a kid my grandparents would all be like you're the type to jump off a cliff and like god has me that's easier for me to do that than to stay on the cliff looking over like oh is god gonna have me or not so i just i just i'm I'm a jumper i've been a jumper all my life
0: it's a beautiful faith i do faith in yourself faith
2: in yourself what is clear too yeah. Sometimes I have to check myself, you know, I have to reevaluate times like Justin don't walk in fear, you know, cause mm-hmm. starting a brick and mortar was one of the scariest things ever. I feel like even more scary than in the first food truck. People and don't understand second, like how opening a business is one of the hardest things to do. It is. And it's interesting because people don't talk about when you're moving up, you get scared all over again. So our first food truck was scary. The second food truck was like, oh my gosh, are we going to be able to do it? Are we going to be as busy? And then it was. So now that we have a third food truck and I'm like, okay, is it going to be as successful as the other ones? Are we going to still be as busy? And even with the restaurant, you know, it's going to be a bar slash restaurant. So we have a liquor license. You'll be serving your beer. I we hear. will. I'm really big on collaborating with small businesses like myself even though both of these businesses are way bigger than us. So
0: I literally thought about one of our coalition members like Justin, I mean, Love and Grit Justin. She has a beer collaboration as well. What's the her French
2: name? French Toast. Yes. Therese. 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 Yeah. So in my mind, you amazing. And she's such a genuine, oh my god, amazing person. Like I look up to her so much. She will drop gems and I think that's so important, especially in like the black community. There's this horrible stigma that we don't work well together and we don't support each other. And that's there can only be one. Truth. Yeah. And as far from the truth, there's so many of us out there that want to see others succeed. And the light is never shined on that story. And if I could shout out her just because she's one of those people, I'm one of those people. That's um, what love and grit and, is all about. The, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: We got a nice little healthy coalition. I have to ask a question that may be hard and maybe offensive, but I just have to ask it. I just need to know. You said you're on your third truck. Is there a possibility that you're going to throw some turkey bacon into the fold? I just please.
2: So, the mm. old saying, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So, here, oh! let, me, let me hold on, hold on. Not done. <laughs> okay. For okay. the food trucks, it works with pork bacon. For the restaurants, We are definitely going to have turkey bacon. We are also doing a vegan bacon. We're not doing it, but there's a company that we found that has amazing vegan bacon. It tastes just like bacon. We sampled it. We've cooked with it several times and we're definitely going to go with them. Our goal for the restaurant is to be a one-stop shop. We have pescetarian options, vegan options. So that way people can come with their partners and feel like they can go on a true date or a true outing and everybody can, you know, have what they want. And our bar, we revamped the bar there. It's beautiful. We'll have cocktails as well as mocktails as well. So it is going to be one of those places where people can come beautiful atmosphere. I designed everything myself so people can see my interior design skills. I'm wow. so excited about that. Oh my yeah. I love interior design. I feel like it's my calling, but I, I started cooking instead.
0: That reminds me of another one of our coalition members, Sarita Scott, the owner of Duwafe, who that is also one of her side passions as well. Listen, connect these them
2: dots. Please, on, I would these love dots. to. Here's the thing, so I'm from Cape May, New Jersey, but Philly has always been my second home because I recorded here since I was 14. I had to come up here to go to the gallery to shop. It's always been my second home and I've been in Philly since 2012. I've so at this point, I mean, Jersey slash Philly boy. I mean,
0: yeah.
2: I recorded in so many different studios here. It's- Ooh, Justin, you holding back.
0: Justin, did you hear what Justin just said? He was a whole recording artist. I know that
1: Maybe sing us a little tune.
0: I'm like, do oh, we- No, we, I can't. Did, you, did so. you sing under the name Justin?
2: It was Lee Jay. You
0: and we go, we go. say that's May right there, that's May right there,
2: that's May right there. See Lee J. sing on YouTube. Okay. It's Old stuff. You. I haven't recorded in so long. Okay. It's been a while. A lot of my videos were shot in Philadelphia again, because I love it here. Growing up in Cape May. It's very historic. My family has a lot of ties to Kate May. So I love it for, for being there very safe. But I feel like as far as expression and and seeing things that were outside of my normal day-to-day, Philadelphia gave me that where people dress how they wanted and they were very artistic and and just themselves. And I think that's the beautiful thing about Philadelphia. And food here is bomb too. And food now is the it's best. like Right. And now it's dope because I could add to that here. And, you know, we still have our food trucks go to Cape May, New Jersey in the summertime because it's flip flop here where it's busy back home in Cape May in the summertime and people leave Philadelphia. And then when it's dead in Cape May, people are back home here. So it kind of helps the business in both ways. We could send the food truck to the shore in the summertime and now they the brick and mortar fall, spring, wintertime. They have a great place to come and still get the bacon goodness, what I call it here. Do you ever get sick of bacon, like the smell of it? It depends on the mood, honestly. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Today we did a, this morning, we're up at like five in the morning, but we did a breakfast for a school. They were holding some type of conference. So we are doing that and I was hungry. So yeah, I ate bacon again. (laughs) But sometimes I don't want it, but times where I'm just like, I know my food is good and, you know, it's better than going to like Wawa or anything else like that. What What,
0: kind of size do y'all have? Oh my
2: gosh. So our macaroni and cheese. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. So again, growing up, how I grew up, you know, macaroni and cheese is big in the Black community. I didn't want to be labeled as a soul food company. Nothing wrong with that. But I feel like people automatically associate Black people with soul food. Not comfort food. We don't
0: get comfort food. They get comfort food. I know,
2: right? (laughs) But I mean, I love my soul food, don't get me wrong, but I wanted to set myself aside to have something different. But I still wanted to be like, I am a person of color. So there's still going to be a certain flavor palette that attracts people and that is comforting to myself and people that come to the truck. So we do amazing macaroni and cheese. We do amazing toppings. So we'll have smoked brisket on top with Parmesan Mm -hmm. cheese. We do a smoked chipotle tomato sauce with bacon crumbles. Mm. We do Buffalo Mac. We do a Mac mother load, which is smoked chipotle tomato sauce with bacon and brisket. And then we have French fries. We do loaded fries, buffalo fries, brisket fries or bacon fries. Sometimes we do taco fries. Villanova is one of our big accounts that we do. So we do a lot of testing with them to see what the kids will like
0: for a food truck. You don't just roll up on college campuses, right? That's a process in itself.
2: Yes, it's a process in itself. Villanova actually reached out to us, which I was blown away by. And we've been at Villanova for about three years now. So it's been amazing. They started to do food truck Fridays during COVID just to get the kids outside, get the morale up, you know, because kids were, you know, sad around that time. Mm -hmm. And they, Villanova went all out. I mean, they would have fire pits, they'd have rock climbing walls. Mm -hmm. Amazing. They go all out for their students. They really do. And we were- That that,
0: tuition
2: ain't no joke. That's good. That's good. It's not not a joke at all. We're trying to expand to do more colleges, of course, just because we do give something unique. And our food is great, but one thing that we pride ourselves on is our consistency and the experience we give. Like our truck is a whole vibe. You come up, there's music playing, we got the TVs (sighs) going. We're jamming like, we, I like go. we want people to we want people to feel like this is it. This is the place to go. And it sets us apart when we're next to 20, 30 different trucks. We have like our flag hanging outside. If there's a street or something, we actually do chalk on the street saying "Welcome to Bacon Bacon." This is the experience. Like we go all out. We want people to feel. There's hospitality. Like, have that wow too. It's not just. Absolutely, a food exactly. Truck. Like I always tell people, we serve an experience. You know, the food is just an added bonus.
0: I love your page. It's so pretty. I'm sorry, I was stuck looking at all this food on the IG page. Right? I'm so hungry. My <laughs> oh. mouth was
1: <is> like water. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, that macaroni breakdown was
2: a whole problem. I was like, I'm just oh. Yeah, our mac and cheese is good, but our brunch. Shout out to our brunch. You yes, got brunch. Talk about it.
0: I need the menu right
2: okay. There. Okay. Yes. So, for the restaurant, we will have a brunch menu on Saturdays and Sundays. We'll have cocktails, mocktails, the whole thing. But our brunch, we do French toast. Our French toast is really, really good. Kelvin, my business partner, he does this batter, and it's just like you could eat it by itself. You don't even need anything. But he also makes a bacon caramel sauce. That's our signature sauce. So mm. that sauce on top of the French toast is amazing. And then he makes his caramel from scratch as well for people that don't eat pork. But the bacon caramel sauce is a hit. It's banging.
0: I'm happy that you said for people who don't eat pork. Because yes, yes, yes,
2: yes, yes. I'm telling you, like, we have it covered with this restaurant being a one stop shop. We want everybody to come and feel like I could eat and still lick my fingers afterwards and be happy. <laughs>
1: so brick and mortar is opening this summer. yes bacon bacon
2: same name same name how can people find you on the interwebs <laughs> so we have two instagrams we have bacon underscore bacon b-a-k-e-n underscore b-a-c-o-n and then we have bacon bacon food trucks which is b-a-k-e-n underscore b-a-c-o-n food trucks with the s on the end and that's the food truck page And then the other one is the restaurant page. And then you can also look us up on TikTok, which is Bacon Bacon. We're so excited because it's going to be so beautiful inside, and I can't
1: wait to see it because you're so big
2: now. So I will say the bar itself. I can't give too many details yet because my PR guy would be super mad. But I will say the bar.
0: Yes, the bar. I
2: did. I designed every every piece in there from the bathroom, from the tiles to the the mirrors, all the fixtures, I did everything. So my house, I have an older house and I had to figure out how to do old and new without it clashing. So the restaurant was like, we could start from scratch and the bar is gonna be a showstopper from the lights to ready. everything. It's gonna definitely be one of those where you walk and you're like, oh wow, they really paid attention to detail. I can't wait for people to see, especially the people that were there previously to see how we changed it and would make a neighborhood bar just more welcoming, you know? This is King
0: Saladin on Love and Grit, and I am officially the epitome of what Philadelphia is. By now, you should know that Philly is home to some of the best chefs in the world. This means that technically there should be no area without a great place to eat. Now, Chef Dioncio Jimenez, known to most as Chef Dio, is making sure Kensington enjoys this amenity through his James Beard-nominated restaurant, Cantina La Martina. Understand this, it's been a year since Cantina opened, and within that year came Chef's first James Beard nomination. Now, don't get it twisted. Chef Dio has had his time in the Philly restaurant trenches. He started as a dishwasher and moved to kitchen prep, sous chef, and executive chef for restaurants like El Rey. Now he lights up Kensington with all those great aromas, and he's got another location.
1: Remind me, Dio, were you a semi-finalist or a finalist in beer this year? Finalist. That's a gigantic deal. I mean, you're going to win next year or the next year.
3: Hopefully we can come back
1: in the You'll future. You'll be back. You'll be back. We we will win one day. You will. You will. You will. I have no doubt. It was Mid-Atlantic Chef you were up for, Uh right? Yes. And, and there were three Philadelphians in that category. Yes. Jeff Nock and- ended up winning. So at least Philly
3: got oh. a win. Yeah, yeah. We have a couple from Philly. So definitely Philly has a big winner this year.
1: What an honor is that? What does that make you feel? Because you understand what a big deal it is.
3: Yes. Um, honestly, on my previous job before I was there, like I said, line cook, helping the mm. chef doing a dinner there. And when it's a big deal and like you and your mind, like you had to be a big fish to be here. I don't think I'm going to be there one day to be in the Jens beer. I don't know. I never told you I'm going to be there. You think it's still so
0: early in your career?
3: Is that what you're saying? No, like every year is getting harder and harder to get into. And it's more chefs. The competitions are getting harder and harder, you know? Let's talk about where you're located, too. I mean, you're
1: not in Rittenhouse Square, one of the Tony neighborhoods. I love that. You're yeah. in Kensington,
3: under yeah. the L, right? Yeah. Somerset yeah. Stop?
1: Yes. It's not like Center City.
3: No, that was make it more harder and makes it great to be nominated because it's like the location, where we are, and everything is like you're competing with chefs being in. Center City, Fishtown and prime locations. And we are in like some random location somewhere else. Nobody wants to go. So <laughs> that was the makes it better. For Except us people to be- go for your food. <laughs> exactly. You bring people
0: yeah. to the area. Can I ask you, Dio, because obviously you're not from Philadelphia, but what brought you to Philadelphia specifically? Why? Why Philly?
3: Why Philly? My brother who I came with, he brought me here. And that's why I stay in Philly. And I love Philly because it's everything you had to do is convenient. And honestly, I've been living in Philly more than my hometown. So this is technically this is my first house. Can we say that? Wow. And Laia, tell them what you say about the people who become Philadelphians.
0: Yeah. Dio, do you feel that people from outside of Philadelphia love the city differently than the natives?
3: Oh yeah, definitely. I think you have more respect for the city because you like adopted this like your own home. And for us coming here and see something and like try to make you like great and make the city better, that has worked. And the love you have from the city is different than people live here.
1: What does love and grit mean to you? We name this podcast because we think those two words best represent Philadelphia Philadelphians. What do the words mean to you, love and grit?
3: Listen, a lot of people says Philly is the loving city, but lately we have seen that's not true. So us coming from outside, we try to bring love. What's greatness makes this city or this country, what great it is. And like that means for us, the love of the people to help people to bring the city, the love. That's what it's about. And how about the grit? You guys definitely have the grit. I don't know. I think that's the toughness. I don't know how to express yeah. that. No, you, you said it. it. It's the toughness.
0: Can you tell us? I'm just curious, as the fancy chef and uh, entrepreneur that you are. What are three of your favorite spots to eat in Philadelphia?
3: My three favorite spots to eat. I love Italian food as this little Italian place in South Philly. Cocina de Maria as B.Y.O. between catering and a freeze water. That's right in the okay. middle of the block. It's like a house that make a, a restaurant. <gasps> okay. It's good. It's like homemade Italian food. We love to go there. That's the one of the places we like. Mexican restaurant. I love. Uh, oh, yeah. Cuatro That's on 17 and Moore Street. Taquitos de Puebla. That's on 9th nice Street and Federal. These are all that's neighborly Philly, in South Philly, yeah, 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 and uh, I mean, South Philly got good food though, and where you can go to have a Mexican restaurant in in Philly, always you have to go South Philly, unless they come to yours. Yeah, Mole poblano on night and Edgewood—that's a good one too. That's a places always love to go.
0: Are you a fan of other Latin food too? Like, are you down with like Sixth Street and getting some of the good Puerto Rican and I think Colombian food up there?
3: Listen, my wife is a uh, Colombian and she's not Colombian. She's Puerto Rican.
0: She's going to get you for that.
3: <laughs> yeah. And she said, always tell me about Puerto Rican food. And yeah, she's like, don't go anywhere here anymore. We have to go to Puerto Rico. Then we what? come back. And that's when you're going to tell me which restaurant is good.
0: When is this Puerto Rico trip so I can get your rating <laughs>
3: <laughs> when, when we leaving? I love any kind of cuisine. I would like to try everything. If you put me like Mexican and Italian, I go to Italian. I've been cooking Mexican all day, every day. So Mm -hmm. I want to try something different, you know, but I'm open to anything. And I love to try anything else new.
0: What I've noticed about Mexican food is that what a lot of people don't know who haven't experienced a lot is that it's diverse as hell because Mexico (laughs) is big as hell and people really don't give it the credit in that way. Do you feel like that, Dia?
3: Yeah. Always my career making something different than the basic Mexican food, everybody knows. And when we make something different and a lot of people, oh, I'm from Philly or from Jersey or New York, whatever. I try different kind of Mexican food, but this is not Mexican. This is something else you make because it doesn't taste like Mexican. I said, Mexican food is, like you said, soda bears. And mm-hmm. you can see many things in many ways, like from north to south. Like you go to south and they cook with a lot of food, a lot of herbs. Mm-hmm. Or you go to Peninsula, Yucatan, and that is like Middle Eastern and Mexican. So that's why it's like a lot of, oh, this is not Mexican. It is. Mexican. It's come from this part of Mexico and that's how they make it. And this is Oh, it's something new for, for me. I you yeah, try it and let me know if you like it, you know. I think that's the beauty about the food, not only Mexican, any kind of food, any country. You go state by state, everything changes mm. and you have something new. I mean, even here in the States, you have try burgers in Philly, try burgers everywhere. No, you're
0: right. People don't think of Mexico like that, though, but you're right. I don't yeah. think about it. Yeah. But yeah. It's like Houston is going to taste different than
3: Philly. Yeah. You have barbecue in Texas, like the, the best barbecue. You bring barbecue in Philly or New York, tastes different because you have different ingredients, different ambience. Everything's changed and all the flavors is changing. It's not going to taste the same. So what would you describe... Your food as mm-hmm. our food at the Cantina always are described this way it's pre Hispanic, contemporary, and modern. We have a lot of pre Hispanic ideas, a lot of pre Hispanic techniques, and also modern because we use modern techniques, modern ingredients. I mean, te- contemporary because we use like a lot of Spanish, and Middle Eastern, Chinese, incorporating our food. And modern because the techniques we use and incorporate there. So we use all those three techniques to make the food a canteen. <laughs>
0: Well, Justin, I think with all this great food that we're giving folks, I think the next show, we're going to do some workouts because I'm realizing that- We, we do really- need
1: workouts. I mean, <laughs> bacon and Mexican on the- Now that's on
0: the agenda for this week? I didn't even get to ask Justin about the vegetables. We had talked about all those sides. I didn't even talk about the vegetables. Yes. <laughs> Balance, that's all. It's okay. Either way, we serving goodness here at Leavenford. That's what we do. All kinds of goodness.